Welcome to Journeys of Teaching. I'm Aaron R. Gearhart. This week, we are exploring the journey of Mr. Jay Pierce. Jay is an umpire instructor and evaluator for Major League Baseball and works with current minor league baseball umpires at the Short A classification and the various leagues throughout the United States. On the previous two episodes, we met Jay as he shared about getting interested in baseball and how his path led him to becoming an umpire and later an umpire instructor and evaluator as well as his high regard for the value of the human beings behind the umpire face shields and the importance of context. Also, we heard Jay's stories about his approach to evaluating umpires and providing feedback and fostering meaningful conversation around rules, procedures, and incidents. Today, we round out Jay's narrative as it stands now with a conversation about his experiences of working within the organization of Major League Baseball, including the piloting of rule changes and fostering critical thinking and decision-making with the game's on-field officials. I'm really interested in, so MILB was kind of, it's more being governed by MLB now. That's a pretty recent change. And I know there's like different rule changes that are being, are they being piloted in the minors or they're starting like, like for example, like a pitch clock, much mm-hmm. like a shot clock in, in basketball. How do you and your role kind of initiate those rule changes or integrate them into the the instruction you're delivering and the evaluations like that just seems it's very synonymous with like when we have new standards come down or new legislation in education. Um, what's that process been like for you just since the uptake of MILB more so into MLB and some of these more contemporary rule changes that have come down? Yeah. So from a, from the first thing about the rule changes itself, you know, umpires don't get to decide. No, yeah, it's, it's and, top and, down. Yeah, it's the top down. So we don't get to pick. So what we do is we just try to make the 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 standards and the rule as clear to the umpires as possible. We try to make as few when judgment when judgment is not a component of the rule because there's some rules in baseball where it says in the judgment of the umpire. Well, when it says in the judgment of the umpire, you can get a thousand different outcomes Mm -hmm. because it's in the judgment of the umpire. But when it's not like, so the pitch clock with the one that you referenced Mm -hmm. is a, is, is a initiative that major league baseball wants is working on in the minor leagues to see if they can incorporate it into major league baseball. Speed the game up a little bit. Yeah. In some capacity. And that is, you know, again, above our pay grades to decide where, whether, when and where they get to do it. Yeah. We just try to make it as user-friendly for the umpires so that there can be consistent enforcement throughout the minor leagues. So that's my job as a supervisor, much probably like you're as an education educator. Yeah, you know, right. You try to make it as easy for the teachers to, to do these concepts and to understand these concepts and to understand the why, that's kind of what we do. Are they are they starting to dabble with pitch clocks in single A right now? Yeah, we, we have uh, pitch timers uh, throughout the minor leagues. And and to be honest with you, the, the call that I was on just before this, this uh, interview yeah. was about um, the pitch clock. It was it was a, almost solely about that. So what, how's that been? How's that been going? Like I I don't hear much about I, it. And the reason I'll tell you right now, the reason you don't hear much about it, Aaron, is because the umpires are doing a really, really good job. Awesome. 
of, of consistently enforcing it. The problem happens when it's enforced one night, one way, and a, and a different way the next night. Kind of like a strike zone in a series yeah. between one guy calling it to the next guy. Yeah. Right. So so the reason that this has probably not been on the radar is because it's been universally and consistently enforced. Our umpires do a great job overall of trying to implement the things that major league baseball wants, you know, minor leagues are kind of, it's, it's the proving ground for things. And it's the, the place where the bugs are worked out. Uh, and, and, and our umpires again have done a great job, but it's like that for the players, you know, it's a, a, a club who's trying to do something, you know, a, a, a philosophy on defense or philosophy on offense or philosophy and base running. It's kind of worked out in the minor leagues and to see if it works. Um, so it, 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 it goes both ways, whether it be administratively running the game and, and, and governing the game. And from a player development standpoint on the team side, it's all done in the minor leagues and it's the best, the minor leagues is the best gat- data gathering uh, place that you're going to find in sports. To oh, me. yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, you, that's a lot of it. Do you think that we'll see a pitch clock in the majors in the next five years? Is it a longer process than that? Or from how it's going now, what is your forecast on that? Well, right now they're, they're trying. It's, it's really early. I mean, we're only like a right. month into this. So right. it's kind of tough to tell. Uh, it's it's going well. You know, the, the game times are – you can't really argue with the game times. If oh, you yeah. Game times before and after. Uh, but as far as working the bugs out, that's kind of where, where we're at right now. We're still – Sure. Like beta testing it, basically. We're still – yeah, we're still in the R&D. We're still in beta, I guess, yeah. for lack of a better term. Right, right. We're, we're – uh, we're trying to see, okay, oh, we didn't think about this. Uh, well, when I say we, I, I can – Major League Baseball, the the, the department that's uh, that does a great job with it, they're, they're getting this feedback from different play, place, places, uh, and they're seeing, oh, we didn't think about this exception, or when the catcher does this, or when the pitcher does this, or when mm-hmm. this delay happens, is this a – when do we restart the clock and things like that. So that's kind of where they're at right now. They're getting all this data and they're trying to make these these exceptions and this this and this policy and that policy kind of mesh together. So that's that's where they're at right now. But as far as the timeline, man, I that's that's above my pay grade. I don't know. And because I don't know where they want it to end up before they implement story yeah there's always umpires that you connect with you know when when i go out and see umpires and I, i'll go in the locker room or i'll meet them after the game and and we'll talk about the film because we break down the film of their plate stance and positioning and things like that mm-hmm. there are umpires that you connect with and they're really engaged you can tell they really want to learn right and they want the things that you bring to the table um so those are those are the kind of ones that keep you coming back. You know how you know you you'll, you'll have a really good session in the classroom, or you'll have a really good uh, session with with your students, and and it'll just it'll scratch that itch for you, right? Uh, for you, uh, so that happens with with us too um, as supervisors. And but as far as them taking what I've learned and then their, their career just skyrocketing, I'm I'm a small part of the building blocks. I'm just kind of one block mm-hmm. in their career path. So I can't, so we don't really look at it. At, we don't really look at it as 
man, I really help that guy get to the big leagues. I, I, I help everybody. I try to try to help everybody just be better, a better umpire mm-hmm. and, and whatever that entails. Cause every umpire is different. Every umpire is going to take what you have. Just like you, every student is going to take what you have right. different uh, in a different way. They're going to apply it differently. They're going to use it, you know, whether it be a lot of what you say or not a lot of what you say. So it's, it's kind of tough to tell about my direct impact, but I do, you know, you have an impact on all of them, uh, but sometimes it's just hard to measure, but you know, you do because you yeah. can see the feedback. And that, I think that's you also taking yourself out of it again. It's just, I'm doing my job. Yeah. You're helping them in this situation. We'll keep it moving. And I know that we're improving officiating in the game. And I mean, I guess that's the end goal, right? My, yeah, my goal when I go probably much like you, my goal is to prepare them to umpire the next day. And I want them to think I want them. I want our umpires, you know, the umpires that we have to be thinking umpires, just like you want your teachers to be thinking teachers. You don't want them to be robust. You don't want them to regurgitate things. You don't want them to, you want them to be thinking. You want them to have those tools, those critical thinking skills to work out problems, to, to see different ways of doing things. That's what I want out of my umpire. I want our umpires to be, to be instinctual umpires, to be able to process things and think about ways to get in the best position and to manage the game the best way, not just be reactors and and react and and be kind of robots. So if I can get an umpire to think, if I can get him to be a, uh, to, to not just, go to spots and not just do uh, a pre-rehearsed thing. If I can get them to, to think and to, to be a critical thinker out there on the field, then I've, I've done my job and that's what my job is for. Much like classroom teachers, umpires must work within a system that includes specific policies and standards that are updated. Systems evolve and organizations change and shift over time. With all that change, it's important to foster critical thinking, creativity, and innovation with our learners, preparing them to meet the problems of tomorrow head on, much like what Jay does in his work to foster more thinking umpires in today's game. I want to thank Jay for sharing his stories of teaching on this podcast. You can connect with Jay on LinkedIn. Next week, we will explore the narrative of Dr. Corey Hall. A former librarian and middle school teacher, Corey currently serves as the Director of Curriculum Solutions at STEM Education Works and is an adjunct professor at Indiana Wesleyan University. My contact information is in the episode description. This is Journeys of Teaching. I am Aaron R. Gearhart, and thank you for listening.